There's magic in the air tonight And Said I'm gonna do the intro, so I'm ready when you guys are. Yar. Yar. All right. Yar. Welcome to Disney Minus, where we are for some reason saying yar and also watching every Disney movie ever played. <laughs> uh, my name is, and I'll take my beignets with just a side of racism and just a powdering of misogyny. Thank you. God. Uh, I'm Steven, and what was my bit? There it is. My coming was foretold by a pot of pea soup. And me, not Nero. And once you <laughs> shake a porcelain's hand. <laughs> yes, okay, so this is uh, one, our first episode of 2023. I almost said 2020 for some reason. Um, it is no, also our first episode. Of of, it is also our first episode of Nero being on hiatus. So we have roped beer into uh, doing this because why not? Veer has volunteered as tribute. Volunteered yeah. is a strong word. Hi, I'm Veer, your substitute near for the day. <laughs> I supported Veer joining us because this means now he can't answer questions. He can't ask us questions. <laughs> I was about to say, bold of you to assume that's even kind of true. For now. Bold of you to even to assume that's even remotely true. Yeah, mm -hmm. I know, but come on, I can dream for a few seconds. I mean, definitely can. not typing out a Christian right now. <laughs> God damn it! <laughs> I'm not. I'm not. Probably, I'm watching the Mickey mailbag. I can see if you start typing. Do do do. God damn it! Stop that. <laughs> I'm not even looking at it. I'm just grabbing Duplo blocks over here because I felt like it. Anyway, He's we should probably start me. talking about the movie, um, which I have definitely watched multiple times in preparation for tonight. That was nice, dude. What, what? Steven knows I debated being mean because I didn't know if y'all were going to record this before I got back from being out of town with my family or if you were going to wait for me to come back. Oh, yeah, no, we were obviously going to do it when you got back. It's your pick. Ah. I mean, I, I was just because cause I know sometimes you guys have skipped over, but also because it was right on the cusp, though. Yeah, that's really, this episode was going to be recorded, well, what was supposed to be two days before I got back, and I wound up getting delayed in Kentucky an extra day, but. Oh, yeah. <sighs> if they were going to record this without me here, just so you know, I would have made them watch Nomeo and Juliet. I still say that one doesn't count. Okay. If it's on Neither Disney Minus. I mean, if it's on Neither Disney Plus. Touchstone. It's okay. It's like um, Jingle All the Way was. It's not on the list, but it's in there, so it's optional. Right. By the laws of the Eldritch Horror that we all sold our souls to, <laughs> we have to cover all the movies on Disney Plus. Absolutely not. Like that it wasn't or not. <laughs> it was. The requirement. Was all the um, all the Disney movies on Disney Plus? Anything beyond that is well. That's additional true. Anything suffering. other than that we did establish at the beginning. Anything outside of the list was going to be put to a vote beforehand. 
Because I know we had a we had a big discussion about whether or not we were going to do like the Marvel movies, which it, we're still up in no, the air on that, those, aren't we? No, the Marvel movies are on the list. It it, it had it. The way I settled it was if it gets a Disney logo on the posters and in the opening credits and stuff, right? It's on the list. So that that got us Marvel and um, I almost said DC and Star Wars. Plus, it gives right. an excuse that's for right. the Star Wars. Yeah, that's right. Marvel and Star Wars were the big ones, but. Holy yeah, I'm here. I slow. forget I if I put um, the Wizard of Oz on the list since we have Oz the Great and Powerful, but it doesn't matter. Anyway, um, anyway well, that puts anyway, my choice into question, question, but we'll yeah. cross that bridge when we get there. <laughs> nah, that's fine. Exactly. <laughs> so far, nobody's offered it, so we don't have to worry about it. Mm-hmm. There we go. Plus, like, what are we going to be sticklers and say no? Anyway. <laughs> Oh, that's right. Her dad did die in the war. Okay. It, um, anyway, we 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 opened in the in like 1913 or something like that. You know, you didn't I, specify what movie we're watching, right, Stephen? Oh, right. We're we we watched The Princess and the Frog. No, we're watching in Starry in sometime in 1913 or something. Yeah, there we go. <laughs> there we go. Shut up. Okay. No, a very the odd I, name for a movie, but. You know, they're saying you're This movie had, like, a lot of shit going for it. Because, one, it's a, like, for when it came out, it's a good Disney movie. Like, it's a, one of the decent ones. But, yeah, one, not a lot of Disney market, movies are, like. They didn't market it a lot. Two, yeah. even some of the people have come back saying, you know, they can't, they regret putting the princess in there. Because they were like, okay, that autom- automatically makes younger guys not want to see it. And then it's a fun movie. And also, this movie had the great misfortune of coming out five days before the first Avatar movie. Eh. As oh, in the, the John Cameron giant... The, spe- the one where, like, everybody uh, remembers, you know, the great special effects, but probably yeah, nobody... Was I know, I can't, can't tell you what the actual storyline was, other than basically Pocahontas with aliens. That's because it doesn't matter. All this movie brought into the world was the tech. And other movies have done that since and would have done it without it. That movie yeah. has had zero cultural impact, and I hate that it has a park. Well, and well, the fact that also the whole uh, the Avatar the Last Airbender, the Avatar and the Last Airbender fandom is like, okay, so we've already had Avatar. Then now they come out with The Way of Water when the Netflix actually the oh, yeah, that's right. about to come out. And now they're saying that now the book three is going to have the fire Navi who are more aggressive and. Right now, the, well, that's the fucking fandom dumb. is like, okay, we're about to revolt. <laughs> well, here's V's first hot take on this show. Uh-oh. I will say that Avatar is not Pocahontas. It is Dancing with Fools. You can argue that that's the same movie. <laughs> but there's a reason why South Park said, made the joke of Dancing with Smurfs. Oh, right. Oh, right. Yeah, I mean, I can see, but... Honestly, anyway, we're not talking about Avatar today. Anyway, yeah, back, back, <laughs> to, back to Princess and the Frog. <laughs> yes, anyway, uh, the reason I said it's like 1913 is because um, a guy on Tiana's bus is uh, reading a newspaper that uh, is talking about Woodrow Wilson winning the election. <laughs> and for some reason, I just latched onto that, like, yes, okay, there we go. Now I know when this is. Mm-hmm. Thank you, Craig, for sending me a message telling you uh, to tell me that you have started recording. I I love that I you're paying attention. I hope so, Craig. 
Also, since we don't see that cat later in the movie, we can just assume that the, the daughter killed it. Killed it with hugs. I mean, yeah, oh, probably. God. Accidentally, I like, mean, snapped its neck. Either that or the cat was smart, because we can already see the cat, like, knows to cling onto the ceiling. I'm just thinking the cat got out of Dodge. I mean, that's know to stay the hell away from little kids. My sister loved my two cats growing up. They learned really fast. We don't love you so much. Yeah, not so much. <laughs> well, like, we already see that cat is, like, on its last life, probably. Yeah. Well, I mean, depending most... on when it was introduced to Charlotte, yeah, that cat may or may not have gone through at least three or four lives. I mean, like, the most... that hug probably took Alf at least, like, <laughs> Four and a half. Yeah, I will Dude, say, getting stuck into that costume too. I mean, that's a yeah. to the cat that it didn't just little, maul the kid on sight. Little frog, uh, frog hat. I will say, she grows out of it, obviously. But I love little kid Charlotte. She's so ugly. You <laughs> <laughs> she's not like. She's not deliberately a brat. Like I like Charlotte. Okay, I no, do. no, no. I mean, like she's a pug. Like she's so ugly that the circles are back around to being cute. She's so I good. Like <laughs> no, yeah, I love Charlotte. She's really good. All I know is during that scene, though, when like she starts dressing up the cat, I was like, "Oh, look at the kitty costume!" And I looked at Cranberry, and he just looked at me and like, <laughs> "Mother, no." Gave me a look saying, try that and see if you wake up in the morning. <laughs> no, we will not do that to you. Mommy only puts a hat on you. <laughs> I've seen you put shirts on him. Already lying to the child. Anyway, um, but yeah, then it, or then, um, fucking, her dad is so permissive. Oh my god. I'm forgetting also. Do what? John Goodman. Yeah, I keep forgetting the character's name, so I was just gonna call him uh, John Goodman. Shit, I don't even know. It's Big Daddy something. Yeah, I mean, I don't think they even give him much outside of Big Daddy. Yeah. It's Big Daddy and his last name, which I can't even remember. I know they say his last name because it's Charlotte's, but I can't remember what it is. I want to say Beauregard, but that's also just because it's the yeah, South. We can just say Big Daddy last name. Yeah, we'll, we'll just call him Big <laughs> Daddy. That works. Hang on. Eli. His first name is Eli. So it's Eli Big Daddy LaBeouf. That's it. Okay, sure. Mm -hmm. His daughter is Charlotte, a.k.a. Lottie. Yes. Anyway, mm -hmm. they're like reading The Princess and the Frog while Tiana's mom finishes making a dress, which we will find out is one of a million dresses that she has made for this little girl. Because, <laughs> because she... Just, is like the epitome of wanting to be a fairy tale princess. Like I guarantee, even as an adult, probably like half her wardrobe has been made by Tiana's mom. Time puts into question how they still poor. Yeah, it's probably some crap. Like, oh, I mean, I'm a seamstress by trade, but I'll make a lot of these dresses for free as long as you buy the materials or some jazz. Yeah. Well, no, she calls him his, She calls him her best customer, so that, that means he's paying at least a little bit. You would assume he would let, if she, he's her best customer, you would assume he would pay her more 
Now, also, it could be maybe she's pay- he is paying her more and she's setting it aside for Tiana. That could also be that true. Could be- mm-hmm. That's mm-hmm. what I'm thinking, too, is that he is paying her, but she's setting it aside for her daughter. I could go with that. That's going to be what I go yeah. with. But anyway, they go home, and I don't know why, but like I remember when this movie like was still relatively young. This took me a little while to catch on. But the puppy that her dad, like, holds up for her as they're leaving, like, is her dog Stella later on in the movie. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I don't know why I never put that together, like, at first. <laughs> but I remember one time I was sitting there watching it. I was like, hey, wait a minute. She has a dog later on, too. Mm-hmm. Yep. But uh, but we go, we go to Tiana's house, and she makes gumbo. We find out the central thesis of the movie. <laughs> or at least of, like, her character. I'm getting texted to be quiet. Hang on one sec. Okay, there we go. I had to close the door. Anyway, um, we get the like central facet of Tiana's personality in that her dad is uh, ta- like already talking about he wants to run a restaurant. Tiana obviously loves cooking. She decides to go wish on a star because her friend did, and her dad, like, her dad, well-meaning, like, he is right, like, you know, you can keep wishing, but you also gotta, like, put the work in. (laughs) Tiana, over time, will take that to mean, don't wish at all, only work, which, uh, isn't quite what her dad meant, but, uh, oh well. It's the balance where it's like, okay, you know, you can wish on the star, but that's not all you should do, and she took it all the way to the right, like, okay, don't wish upon that star, you gotta fucking work. Yeah. Like, no, he just meant, like, still get up in the morning and go to work, though. MX would have loved that, girl. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> She's Shut on up. that hustle. Yeah. God, oh, right. God, Tiana with uh, uh, with hustle culture? No. Mm. It would have been that the, the MLM girl boss. Yes, Slay. Hustle, hustle. Except not Don't even that. Don't about <laughs> gaslight. Uh. <laughs> Uh, I don't want to. I don't want to think about this. Let's let's just keep going. Um, it, she makes gumbo for the neighborhood, and then we have a time jump. There, fine. Okay, we can stop That's talking dead. about that part. Do what? That's dead. Yes. Yeah, dad. Yeah, dad. <laughs> dad died somewhere during the time skip. Apparently, he went to war and didn't come home, which is mm-hmm. fucked up, Disney. <laughs> like, this is the biggest know, plot twist. The mom lives. D- yeah. Right. <laughs> The mom was played... It's because her dad wasn't played by someone famous like Oprah. Actually, I don't know who played her dad. I'm not about to look it up. Um, but yeah, the mom was voiced by Oprah, which I always forget. Um, but here it... And the dad is Cuba Gooding Jr. Wait, what? Yeah, Tiana's dad is Cuba Gooding Jr. Oh, shit, I like him more than Oprah. <laughs> Actually, I haven't seen like anything with him in forever, so but that might not be true anymore. Anyway, not the point. Uh, the point is that Tiana is working herself literally to death, which when I forgot about her dad dying in the war was my first guess, because who oh boy. Um, we we see her routine involving laying down to sleep for exactly 30 seconds. <laughs> and as she comes home from one job that we never see because it doesn't matter. It's her night job, I guess. And then well, immediately uh, goes off. Good ni- was it Good Night Cavs, Good Morning Dukes? And that's where you see her spend most of the day. Yeah. Yeah, so like, uh, 
the other one, Cavs, is, I guess, just her night job. Not that any of this matters. It's all set up. Um, but yeah, she goes to work at Duke's where she's a waitress. She, like, gets on really well with all of the customers, obviously. They all like her. We do the uh, character setup thing where some of her friends come in and they're talking about how she never goes off to, I don't know, do drugs, whatever it is they were doing for they're fun back dancing. in the 20s. Steven, God. Yeah, sure. Okay. Dancing. <laughs> um, but yeah, she she never she ain't got time for dancing, which she will tell her mom in a minute. Um, it's unclear if she was off for the day. I guess she must have been off for the day when she went to meet her mom. Um, but that's not the point. We skip. Uh, we I was about to say skip ahead, but no, same amount of time. Uh, see, um, I forget if we've already. No, yeah, we have already kind of met Naveen during the uh, the the musical sequence starting this whole thing off, but we don't really know him yet. He's just some dude getting off of a boat. Um, but we do find out that uh, there is a prince in town. We, like, see the newspaper so we can tell us that guy that was getting off the boat. Yeah, Big also. Daddy comes in. in the end. <laughs> I, love, I love Big Daddy in this scene so much. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he's, right? he's here for... Men, men want one thing, and it's fucking disgusting. It's beignets. <laughs> That's all. That's all this man wants. Right now, he just wants some of Tiana's beignets, which is mm-hmm. fair. Um, but in between him trying to eat and Lottie making him tell her stuff, Lottie interrupts him to tell the entire story, which is that uh, the prince of a made-up country is in town for an unknown amount of time. And her dad has invited him to stay with them for Mardi Gras. And something, something, skip a couple of steps, prop it, we're going to get married and I'm going to be a princess. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Lottie has no plan. Her plan literally, is that she's going to... Yeah, Lottie is literally the what we've seen so far to be the typical Disney princess. Yes. Yeah. Like, her plan is something, something, he'll be in my house, don't worry, it'll work out. You'll lock eyes, and then by law, we have to be married. I mean, by Disney law, that is, like, true. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> she, Lottie tells us how everyone gets horny for uh, for Tiana's beignets. Mm-hmm. Someone then, man, catching beignets. God. And then hires her to cook a whole bunch for the party. <laughs> yeah. Which... Puts into question, it's like, she knows, like, both her and Big Daddy know that she can cook extremely well. Yeah! Why haven't they been, like, hiring her to cater for, like, parties and stuff? Yeah, you'd fucking think, right? Or even just, like... Now, one thing I can see is, okay, maybe it's either Lottie doesn't want to hire her best friend, or maybe even they might have offered and she turned it down, but... Honestly, I could see it being also, that. Also, if she can fucking cook that good and you can get out of work in two diner jobs mm-hmm. and just work for one, you're like your best friend's wealthy family that you know is going to take care of you. And they pay you enough to put down as a down payment for an entire building. Yeah. Like, Ooh, honestly, though, I could... This was like, here, this is enough for, like, beignets for a party, right? Fucking dick that. Her boss just, like, losing his mind, too. Um, but, yeah, no, I could see it being that. Like, they've pr- 
they've honestly they probably offered and uh tiana was probably like no you don't have to do that uh, we're just friends that kind of thing mm-hmm. um and not that it matters um because who oh boy we will find out later on why it doesn't matter that she managed to finally save up enough for her restaurant and it's not yeah. the fact that the restaurant's falling apart either yep right because oh oh goodness uh well anyway uh, fuck that time First, for now being to do what time <laughs> yeah, for now okay. being as he gets his musical number. Yeah. Navin's fun. He's a good dude. Um, <laughs> we, I mean, it doesn't take, like, the writing in this movie overall is good, but it is also, like, kid movie, so everyone's characters are, like, super obvious. Uh, as soon as we meet Naveen, he's immediately just the guy playing around having fun. Um, mm-hmm. We get, like, a couple of very brief bits of dialogue to find out that, oh, he actually has no money, even though he's out here, like, acting like he does. And, like, <laughs> Lawrence not so subtly tells him, buddy, you're going to have to get a job. To which, to which Naveen says, I'm going to pretend that I did not hear that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, weirdly mm. enough, he kind of gives it a sense of a different movie where... Naveen and Lawrence have, like, a buddy cop comedy. Yeah! That would have been great. But that's not this movie, so... Yeah. Like, don't get me wrong. Lawrence being evil also works. But I don't know. Mm -hmm. I feel like it could have also been fun if, like, either A, we had, like, a buddy cop thing going on with him, or B, like, Naveen gets captured and Lawrence, as Lawrence, has to team up with Charlotte and we just get, like side shots of the two of them running around the swamps looking for um, Naveen and Tiana. Mm-hmm. That could have been really fun. I kind of like the way it went with it because we're oh, so no, yeah, absolutely. It still yeah. works. But we're so used though in Disney movies seeing like, you know, the long suffering sidekick and it takes if they do turn against their boss or whatever it happens at the end of the movie, and this guy, like, at the front, you can already tell he has been putting up with this prince's shit. He is done with it, and the first chance he gets, he's like, you know what? Fuck you. Oh, absolutely. Like, don't get me wrong. It still works. Like, <laughs> the thing I said could have also been fun. That's a lot of Disney but... sidekicks have. <laughs> yeah. Very hot take. This is one of Disney's good trust villains. Yeah. Yeah? And, yeah, th- like, he is a decent twist villain, and, like, we get we still it's done in a way that we still get the twist that he's the villain like early on mm-hmm. and you get the twist and then it develops he's not like good good but then like when it gets to the point where he's like oh shit no he's actually gonna sell out the good guy yeah yeah his introduction makes him seem like he's basically Cogsworth just for straight man <laughs> comedy relief character god God, redo this movie with um, Cogsworth and Lumiere instead of uh, Naveen and Lawrence. That would have been fun. Somebody needs to just hold Lumiere up in front of these two and be like, see this? This could be you if you don't quit fucking around. (laughs) God, okay. Anyway, though, um, so they meet a man who clearly has no evil intentions whatsoever. And he's even a doctor. Mm Mm-hmm. (laughs) <laughs> he can read palms but, too do what he can read palms as well yeah exactly <laughs> how else I, would he figured out that Naveen was a prince I don't know it's a complete mystery how else he would have figured it out it's definitely not from the paper or anything. 
fucking <laughs> like see Lawrence like I I love Lawrence for like these moments where he's like or he read it in the newspaper you fucking idiot <laughs> like everyone in this movie is so good um mm-hmm. but but yeah so uh with almost with minimal effort um Dr. Fazelier shows up and tricks the shit out of um Naveen yeah, we and get manages the best to bribe Lawrence. Yeah, we get a fun ass song. I think this might be like the earliest villain song that I know of. As it's far a as like damn good one too. This song yeah. when we Especially say, the ending part. Oh yeah. Yeah, when it actually like um revs up even more for the transformation. Fuck it's good. Mm-hmm. Um but yeah, no friends. Uh, not friends on the other side. That wait. Yeah, friends on the other side. I lost myself for a second. It is a like unironically just a really good song. It my mm-hmm. I think it's like my my favorite villain song. I don't remember all of the others super well, but just the of the ones I can remember, it's probably my favorite uh, Disney villain song. But he does his whole little uh, song and dance, his whole performance, diagnosing the fact that. Naveen, unsurprisingly, just wants to have fun and do whatever the hell he wants. But, oh, he's been cut off. Like, I like that the whole, like, rep, like not that we weren't hinted at it earlier, but, like, the confirmation that he's been cut off doesn't come from, like, Lawrence or anyone practical, like, in conversation. It's this dude, like, using it to be sleazy. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, he so he reveals you know, Naveen's whole thing is that he just wants to have fun and do whatever, but he needs money. Uh, Lawrence's thing is that he hates the entire world, <laughs> and as He's a result, been bullied he... by his mother, his sister, his cousins, and if he was made, his wife too. <laughs> and it's like, hey, how do you know he doesn't like being sat on? He's gonna be pussy whipped no matter what he does. God. That's literally what Doctor F is saying. That no, it literally is. You're right, Mm -hmm. but um, but yeah. So he Lawrence at least seems to catch on to what's going on, except that it's because he he like agrees to it. (laughs) Um, they they get they get transformation, uh, transformation central. Mm -hmm. Um, now he gets turned into a (laughs) frog. God damn it. <laughs> Naveen gets turned into a frog. Um, Lawrence gets turned into a rich guy. Um, he gets turned into Naveen. Yeah, I don't know why I was saying it like that. But yeah, uh, Naveen mm-hmm. gets turned into a frog. Lawrence gets turned into Naveen. We immediately have our stakes because... Um, actually, do we see immediately that he needs to keep Naveen locked up? I think we do. I don't remember. Not the point. Um, yeah, um, not immediately, but, but it's like very soon after. Like- he yeah. gets that vile thing, but it's not explained right off the bat that he needs okay, to that's right. power it. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, because we don't get like the actual explanation until it starts to like, wear off. He doesn't know until Naveen gets away, and then that's when Doctor's like, you need to get that fucking frog. Yeah. Dee-dee-dee. <laughs> um, anyway, yeah, before so... that, we go to the party. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's right. I was going to say, I noticed, like, at the, or as, like, I'm we're sorry, the getting ball our is, intro. Like, one of my favorite scenes with Charlotte. <laughs> it's a good, this whole, yeah, Charlotte's really good, and, like, her, her here especially is really good. The whole, I'm sweating like a sinner in church is 
This is so well, fucking I funny. I love how, like, with Charlotte and uh, Tiana, I love how, like, for one, it shows Charlotte, you know, she's trying to boost up her friend. She's like, you know, here, we'll, you know, she helps clean her up after an accident happens. She's like, here, we'll make you look good. But at the same time, she's, like, so totally unhinged and focused on finding a guy. Yep. Mm-hmm. She literally, like, whips around, fixes her bodice, and goes, all right, girls, let's go. <laughs> and paints her beauty mark on. I know. I love it. It's so good. Um, yeah. It's oh, Charlotte. I'm sorry. It's also what I like, though, is, like, a good representation of the fact that, like, yes, Charlotte is her friend, but, like, very clearly also just does not get like, stuff that Tiana has had to go through just because of the difference. Like, even though the two of them have been friends forever, just the, even then, the amount of difference between, like, what the two of them's lives have been like. Well, right, because she's like, you know, all I have to do is, you know, bat my eyes and look pretty and I'll get a Prince Charming, and Tiana's like, that's, I, no. Mm. I, I can't like, even get arrested. My on. entire future was just ripped out from under me because the two fucking misogynist white guys are like fucking oh, well, these guys paid out from under you yeah yeah we've got we kind of skipped over the scene where that she goes to the building that she wants to make into a restaurant right and puts yeah. down the down payment yeah no yeah exactly party, she, though, like one of the guys that turns her down is literally the horse's ass mm-hmm. yeah he's also the one like being more blunt about it and stuff i like that I also like that we never actually see whoever it is that, like, outbid her. Because whoever that is, they don't matter. Like, yeah, it just matters that it happened. And, mm. oh, like, uh, I don't even. Okay, they, they, they turned her down because of racism. Like, yeah. like Kat said, misogyny and racism. They in mythology, like you know, oh, you know, a little woman. Are you sure that you can do all this yourself? Yeah. I just, uh, yeah, it just, it's, as someone who like, lives in the south, there's one word all from saying something very real. Yeah, exactly. That's I hate like talking about it because it's just it's secondary right. cringe so bad. Mm-hmm. Ugh. It's like you want to reach through the screen and just like slowly take their head and wrap it along each and every cobblestone on the road. I'm sorry, what? Yeah, no, it's, I, I fucking hate these guys. They're awful. They're the they're the worst. Um, it's something funnier. <laughs> Let's focus on something happier. In in this scene is all of the all of the costumes that show up during this are all so good. We get like a bunch of references to other Disney movies. Like I'm pretty sure someone is there dressed as like a knockoff Aladdin. They mm-hmm. reuse the or 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 sound effect um, from. Clo- uh, I think somewhere close to the wedding scene in Little Mermaid as um, Stella. Forgot the dog's name for a sec. As Stella is like running across the table in like oh, yeah. a makeshift mermaid outfit, stuff like that. There's a yeah. lot of these. But for first, some Ari- reason, he, she dressed up as Aries. Okay, okay. Wait, I wasn't quite sure where he. Do what? Who was dressed up as Aries? Oh, her dad. That's- well, Stero oh. was dressed up as Ares. That's why oh, she had oh. the Roman helmet. Oh, right, right, right. Oh, sorry. I thought you were t- yeah. you said Big that. Daddy was yeah. dressed up as pre-armor Hercules. Or pre-flop <laughs> Hercules. Big Daddy Hercules. Mm-hmm. He'd be better off as Phil. <laughs> no, saying. anyway. 
No, what I was gonna say though, like of all of all the references to make, the first couple that's on screen, I don't know if this was intentional. I didn't look it up, but I swear to God, are like a parody of fucking Boris and Natasha from Rocky and Bullwinkle. Mm-hmm. I'm just gonna say it had to be intentional. There's I mean, also I feel... someone dressed up as Zoro. Yeah, there's someone as Zoro also. That one makes a little more sense to me. <laughs> but, why, but but why? <laughs> why are Boris and Natasha there? I don't know. I mean, why not? Why not? Also true. Why not? <laughs> um, but anyway, uh, like, so we, we get all of that. Um, this is when the real Naveen shows up uh, hopping around all through the place as a frog, makes a mess. Uh, that mess ends up well, causing a punch bowl to get tossed on. Wait, 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 wait. Hang yeah. on. Yeah, we're skipping an important part. Wait, no, no, no. When he, when the punch, because he does like hop through there first, right? No. I think. What, what causes the punch bowl to get tossed on Tiana? Because that's yeah. why she has to go change. Tiana is smoking on the balcony and then the camera pans over to Naveen. As a frog. Right. But okay. to note, before the whole part that we already talked about that we're going to not talk about again, nope. we do see Lawrence as Naveen. Yes. Yeah, yeah, because there's the whole, like... Tanya had seen him. Because she sees him walk off off camera yeah well no because uh he shows up and starts dancing dancing with him yeah which i will say i only bring up uh, as an important detail because it's going to come in when i have a gripe with the plot (laughs) but anyway let's (laughs) but yeah (laughs) anyway you know um, the kiss happens Everyone's frogs. Oh, well, hang on. Not yet. Uh, first, there was actually a really fun... I assume this was done as a reference, because at this point, Disney doesn't do this. It uh, doesn't recycle footage as much. But mm-hmm. when Naveen and um, Lottie start dancing... Not Naveen. When Lawrence as Naveen. Whatever. You know what I mean. When yeah. they start dancing, it is reusing the dancing frames from Sleeping Beauty. Mm-hmm. Which is just really funny to me. If it uh, makes it like, easy on, on you, Steve. Even you could call him not Veen. <laughs> not Veen. Actually, I'm gonna do that. Not Veen. <laughs> anyway, um, but yeah, something something ends up happening where like a punch ball gets tossed onto Tiana, and she has to go change. I forget what happened now. Doesn't matter. Not important. A um, series mm-hmm. of unfortunate events. Mm-hmm. Yes, actually, good fucking series, BT Dubs. Anyway, <laughs> um, Lottie takes um. I almost, I almost said she takes Charlotte, which is herself. Lottie takes Tiana up to her room to uh, change into a new outfit. Um, this is where we see her in like the blue dress that she's in for like all of the advertising and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> Lottie goes back down to the dance, uh, presumably to keep dancing with not being. Um, Beautiful sequence, by the way, because she throws up sparkles, powders her face, puts her beauty mark back in place, and then sachets all the way down the stairs. I love it. It's really good. It's yep. beautiful. Just <laughs> slamming her face with that powder uh, powder puff. Anyway, um, Tiana is sad, 
so she doesn't immediately go back down to the party. Instead, she lingers in Lottie's room, probably reminiscing about like all the all the times that they've had. That time that they experimented in college, for example. Um, I mean, <laughs> there is upon a star. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, remembering that, like five minutes ago, Lottie like wished extra hard, and then quote unquote Naveen showed up. He's like, you know what? Fuck it. Maybe I should too. <laughs> and then immediately a frog hops up mm-hmm. because why the hell not? For real, I mean, for real, Naveen. A nice classic beginning. The beginning of the movie where a little frog pops up next to little Tiana and she just freaks the fuck out. I know. That's the other thing is like, I, I love, love that opening scene. It's so good. Mm-hmm. But like, not even just then, like here in a minute when she's about to kiss him, like I love like all of their reactions as opposed to like, you know, doing the fairy tale thing where like, she's immediately okay with it. Like they have her like back off and get grossed out for a minute. Ah, let's like, be honest. She's, not just a woman's response, but just anyone's response to looking down and realizing there's a frog right in front of you. Yeah. <laughs> and if you've seen those YouTube videos, those little fuckers will launch themselves at your face with no notice. Oh, I didn't realize that, but okay. But yeah, in spite of themselves, yeah, they, not being... just, they will jump to get away and they don't particularly care if your face happens to be in the way. Oh, I believe that. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, that, that, that's yeah. what I mean. Is they just they don't? It's not that they mean it. It's just they're gonna get outside, and whether you are in front of them or not, that's between you and God. <laughs> but yeah, Naveen announces himself as real soon shady. <laughs> God, Tiana has none of it. Making but a because the plot like, oh, needs to happen, she does give in. Yeah, right, yeah, exactly. And now both of them are frogs. There we go. Okay, I was making a note, but yeah. Um, so yeah, Naveen shows up, romances eh? Tiana, <laughs> the the most seductive frog you've ever seen, and I didn't think that would be a sentence that I would ever say. Um, <laughs> kissing would be nice, yes? And it's just, no, go away, stop it! He's a no. <laughs> I just, I love, I, I fucking love that, like, he also, I mean, it's an old enough, like, fairy tale that, of course, it's gotten around, but, like, him noticing the book and being like, ah, yes, the fragile fruit, though. Yeah. I don't know why, but him saying it like that just lives rent-free in my head and will resurface every now and then. Um, yes, my mother had Fernani read it to me all the time. I know! <laughs> Fucking difference. <laughs> my mom had the nanny read it to me. Oh my god. <sighs> Fuck. But yeah, so she, after a lot of convincing, agrees to kiss Naveen. <laughs> because, like, I think in what does it, or what ends up doing it, the fact, the fact that, like, he agrees to, like, uh, pay her or something like that. Yeah, basically like buy the restaurant for her. Yeah. Uh, but, um, uh-oh, what's this? A whole big flash of light and he's still a frog? And Tiana's nowhere to be seen? And there's a frog now in Tiana's dress? What? Oops. But yeah, okay, so yeah, this is where we, like, 
officially have the 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 plot kicking off, I guess you can say, because, oh no, Tiana has turned into a frogue. Why did I say frogue? A frogue? Um, shut up. Why did you say a frogue? I don't know. I don't know why I said frogue. You could have said a frogue. Shut up. Anyway, the frogs go <laughs> off and end <laughs> up causing may- accidentally causing mayhem. Yeah. Which, again, like, a detail that I love in this, since, like, uh, the dad, um, six Stella on the dogs. This dog, or er, on the, on the dogs, on the frogs. This dog is so big, why are you sticking her on anything, man? She's mm-hmm. clearly not a fighting dog. <laughs> but, uh, I love that, like, Stella recognizes Tiana when she says, wait, no, it's me. <laughs> like, yeah. Stella's, Stella's voice actress has one line, and it's her just going, Tiana? Yeah. And then they get wrapped up in balloons and float away out into, into the, the bayou. Swamp. Into the swamp, yeah. Which uh, is when they eventually finally talk to each other and he finds out that she's <gasps> not really a princess? But yes. a waitress? <laughs> I love that he like accuses her of lying even though she never fucking said that she was a princess. Mm-hmm. But jokes on her, he doesn't have money. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I just love him being like, I am completely <laughs> broke. Parents have money. Uh, <laughs> I love- but they cut they cut me off because I'm ah reach. I know. Yeah, in spite of themselves, Disney can pump out a good movie every now and then. Because like the writing in this is just so good. Shit like that, like the they thought I, they thought that I, I was like. Ah, I do that, feel like the writers wanted to go a bit harder, but someone on, like one of the execs was kind of like, "All right, pull it back, pull it back." That 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 reeled it in, but yeah, no, you're exactly right. I'm sure. Um, mm-hmm. but yeah, they they end up in the swamp. Uh, Some crocodiles. Oh, okay, yeah, it is immediately. I have trivia about this. Uh-oh. When they wind up in the swamp, the main crocodile, or one of the crocodiles that's chasing them... Yeah. ...is voiced by Emerald Lagasse. What? That's great, actually. That's cool. Yes. The main crocodile, the one that, like, actually talks while he chases him, it's fucking Emerald. That's really mm-hmm. good. I love it. But yeah, anyway, so they end up spending the night in in a <laughs> log. Yeah. We might as well get comfortable. She fucking punches, punches him in the face, I mm-hmm. assume. Um, you know these two ended up sleeping on, like, opposite ends of that, of that tree stump. But, um... But yeah, so they... They hole up in a hole, whatever, for the night. Um, it takes the time to flash this back to uh, Dr. Facilier and Lawrence. Or, d- yeah, no, no, no. Or wait, or Not does being. it... <laughs> Shut up. Or does it go to them later? Um, I think we go to them now. Or it was okay. 
right before we cut to the alligator attack. Oh, crocodile. Okay. Attack. Whatever. Okay. Yeah, 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 that's right then. So yeah, we we cut over to uh, Doctor Facelier and not Bean. Uh, <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> Basically, both freaking out because uh, Naveen, real Bean has gotten away. Uh, to which Lawrence is like, "What's the big deal? It doesn't matter." <laughs> oh no, that's right. Yeah, it's what, it's not here. It's the next morning. Feel that they still need his blood to keep the magic going. Yes. Yeah, yeah, it's because it, yeah, it's the next morning, and he's like, I guess having brunch or something with Charlotte, and uh, it starts to like, <laughs> it starts to like wear off, not all at once. <laughs> so just bits of him are like turning into Lawrence, which is wild. But he was able to propose. Yes, he did manage to propose. Uh, to which Lottie immediately gave no more thoughts. She's she's only thinking about being a princess. Mm-hmm. Head empty, <laughs> only princess. Yeah, for real though. This girl is like the epitome of no thoughts, head empty, only princess. Um, fucking, but yeah. So he goes inside and gets fucking chastised by um, by Doctor Vasilier. Uh, one sec. There we go. Okay. Uh, this is where like he doesn't like come out and say it, but you get. We get enough of a hint to know, like, something bad. I mean, aside from the fact that they're, like, out of his blood and he can't uh, disguise anymore, something bad will happen if they don't get the um, the necklace back. Or if they, yeah, if it, not the if necklace, if they don't get Naveen damage. back. Yeah. And so, um, fucking Dr. Vasilier has to go into, like, a dark-ass room and, like, summon his friends from... his, like, shadow monster friends from the other side. Uh, during which time he promises... He, like... Again, vaguely doesn't come out and say it enough that, like, you can kind of figure out what he's talking about. Uh, promises them New Orleans. Mm-hmm. Collectively. The implication, if you, like, are aware enough, being that what he's actually promising them, I guess, is, like, all of the souls of all the people in New Orleans. Yeah. Rather than like New Orleans itself, but, I think um, the plan was that once he had the money, he would start like a, I guess probably some kind of loaning business, something like that. I'm not super sure. And it's it's one of those like step selling one, step his soul two. as like in the fine print. Yeah, like it's it's something where he like his plan involves uh, Charlotte and Naveen getting married. Um... For reasons, I don't know. He's going to kill her dad. He is mm-hmm. part of his plan, so... It's yeah, one of those things, like, we have... Once Big Daddy's dead, not being would split for inheritance. Yeah. So, yeah, it's it's one of those things where, like, we get the first couple steps, and then step the next step is question marks, and then the last step is profit. Uh, doesn't really matter. Because, spoiler alert, he doesn't win. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. and then we go back to the two of them waking up in the morning, they meet Lewis, who at first they think is gonna eat them, but then is like, wait, no, you guys can talk and I can talk, and I wanna be a person, and they- I wanna do jazz. A- Here's a family guy <laughs> joke skit. God damn it. Rude. God damn it. And, I mean, it is a good skit, it is for one good family guy joke skit. <laughs> 
Um, but yeah, he uh, he wants to be a human with a fat ass and a trumpet. Which, I don't know where the hell he got this trumpet. I guess someone tossed one off of a riverboat at some point. Oh, wait, no. I think he says he tried to go up onto a riverboat and play, but got run off. So, yeah, he probably gone through around there. Yeah. It not Again, not important. Doesn't matter. They have a, uh, a whole, like, a whole uh, fun song. I lost my words for a sec. Decide, okay, we're going to go find Mama Odie. The vo- or, I think they call her the Voodoo Queen of the Bayou. I feel mm-hmm. like I remember them saying that. Otherwise, I'm making that up. What? Oh my god, Mama Odie, uh, her seeing it made my skin crawl. <laughs> That's fair. She uh, yeah, Andre, they, they. I'm gonna say it right now. She fringe tongues her snake. Yeah, I was gonna wait till we got there, but she 100 percent fucks that snake, right? Yeah. I don't like that scene. No, it's weird. It's really weird. But before... How, what did you say thinking, about this movie that, print, like, we could watch, you know, people being turned into frogs and all kinds of voodoo magic, but that scene makes us go, that's too weird. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But before well, that's French not magic. kissing that's snakes, her... we get the yeah. scene where uh, our two heroes get tongue-tied together. Yeah, well, okay, before that, um, I will say, because, uh, since we have a question about it, they, like, almost get captured by these, like, three hillbilly frog hunting guys who well, show up. I think that's afterwards. Is it? Yeah. Because we oh, that's had right, the yeah, fourth member of the party to right. introduce. That's right, that's right. Okay, but yeah, so we'll, we'll get to it then. That's right. Um... I don't remember how they get. Oh yeah, no, they get they get tongue tied because like they've been frogs long enough that like they're starting to have cravings for bugs or some bullshit. Mm-hmm. Again, weird, <laughs> fucking wild, but um, luckily the the fly that um, Tiana was about to eat turns out to be friendly and he helps them. And his name is Ray and he's very good. He's my special boy. Mm-hmm. It's Jim Cummings. Yeah. <laughs> it is the Jim Cajun Cummings. Firefly. Do what? He's Cajun. Yes. That's important. You have to like him. Yeah, he's really good. Oh, that's right. He does like straight up say I'm Cajun, bruh. Yeah. Because who oh boy does he talk like? <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, Naveen asks him where he's from because of his accent. Yeah. No, he doesn't even do that. He says, your accent is funny, no? Yeah. <laughs> like, oh my god, Naveen, you can't just say that. What the fuck, man? Um, but yeah, so he reveals, not, uh, again, I like that they could have, like, made this, like, a thing where uh, Lewis turns out to be bad and he was doing this maliciously or something like that. No, it turns out Lewis is just dumb and has been accidentally uh, leading them in the wrong direction. Yeah. <laughs> but, <laughs> to which uh <laughs> to which Ray reveals to us that the the first rule of the swamp is never get directions from a gator. Uh something I did not think about. I would have never guessed that that was a rule, but I mean seeing how it worked out here makes sense, I guess. Uh we have We're also introduced to Ray's girlfriend. Yeah, Evangeline, who mm-hmm. I don't know if this is ever confirmed like officially but i assume is based on 
stuff that happens later on is supposed to be like a firefly that died and became a star or something. I think it's just it's he's in love with the moon. He believes that's the biggest firefly up there. No, it's not the moon. No, it, it is, is a star, star that he's or, looking at. No, not the moon. Sorry, but like a star up there. Because remember, you, well, can't get too far into it, but I think, I, I don't know. I've heard other things saying that like Evangeline is also the, from Peter Pan, this, you know, second star, what is it? Second star to the right and straight on till morning. Straight on till morning. And that's what I've heard. Other things too is like, that's huh, still that one to I him, heard. that's Evangeline, the bright star in the sky. Because huh, I, mean, I hadn't heard that. If you're a firefly and you're looking up at the sky, okay, that's the brightest firefly up there. It's the biggest. Well, we'll we'll get to the reason uh, why I think the thing that I said. But uh, but yeah, he he introduces us to his girlfriend Evangeline, who everyone else notices is just a star, but nobody no, has the heart shy. to. She's just shy. Like... <laughs> she's just shy. Oh, that's really that's that's fucking cute. If it was that, like, one Firefly chick that's just staying way oh. off away from everyone else because she's just really shy. Steven, That'd be really cute. Something? What? It was confirmed Evangeline is the evening star. Okay. Like, she wasn't, it's just, that's the evening star because she was the biggest and brightest star up there. That's why Ray was enchanted. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We also get the line of, Every girl likes a band with a big butt. Yeah. And it's no, yeah, what's he that, say? That, that Evangeline is the second star to the right. Oh, oh, okay, cool. That is neat then. Disney lore. Right? Yeah. Hey, anyway, now we have the frog hunting... <laughs> frog hunters come in. Yeah, the guys that only exist for this scene... Mm-hmm. Who are? I mean, no, don't get don't get me wrong. This is a thing that happens. This is a thing that some people do. They yeah, they rolled a random encounter. <laughs> they, yeah, they did. They fucking rolled a random encounter, didn't they? Um, it is three of the hillbelliest hillbillies you've ever seen. Uh, one of them, I think, literally just talks like um, uh, Muggsy from Looney Tunes. It, honestly, I never looked it up. Might be the same. Actually, probably not. not Looney Tunes looks a lot. He time. also has a bunch of fingers missing. No, that's the other guy who talks like Boomhauer. He's only got like two fingers on one hand. Yeah. That guy's gotten into some shit. Um, although the way they drew his hand, he could also just only have the two fingers on that hand. I don't know. True. Not really important. Uh, but the point is, slapstick happens for like five minutes, and then they get away, and mm-hmm. this is basically it. But uh, <laughs> they get to Mama Odie, who, as we have already pointed out, probably fucks that snake. I I will not comment further, uh, because I don't want to. But she, <laughs> she does a whole... We have a lot of songs in this movie. Holy shit. Um, this goes hard into the, the songs in Disney movies. This might be the last one that really did that, now I think about it. And this is where everyone in this house goes, Hey, you might be ace, but you gotta get married to someone. (laughs) Ah! Oh my god! Not, you know, you're not wrong, (laughs) is the thing. Because the, yeah, the whole whole song is uh, Mama Odie trying to teach um, Tiana, Naveen, and Louis that that um the thing you think that you want may not necessarily be what you need they they all come in here they want to be human for each of their own reasons although in fairness 
two of these three did actually grow up as humans and are supposed to be humans, so I can understand them also just saying, no, that, that is what I need is to go back to my life. But um, over the course of it, Lewis doesn't quite figure out his thing yet. I think I don't think he quite gets that until later on. But, um, sorry, uh, Naveen does figure out, oh, well, what I actually want is someone who cares for me, and I, I really like Tiana over there. Tiana <laughs> takes this as, like, a lesson that she needs to double down on, like, working her ass off for her restaurant. Because, like Beer said, she is a thousand percent ace and is, uh, is being forced to get married anyway. <laughs> well, at least she's not an arrow. That's true. It works out. At least that. Um, I kind of lose track of... Oh, no, the riverboat. I was like, what happens mm-hmm. in between... Mama Odie and getting yeah, back into they, the city. That's right. They go to a riverboat for a minute, and it's yeah, um. They find out that it since Big Daddy is the Mardi Gras king. Yeah, right. Yeah, because they're like, because uh, Mama Odie's like, all right, if you guys really want to be humans, let's find you a princess. <laughs> I love that the gumbo acknowledge or that the gumbo accepts this as like. Good enough, um, king slash princess, because he's been voted like Veer said, the king of Mardi Gras for today, mm-hmm. literally until the clock strikes twelve. And we skipped it, but it during the restaurant scene is say that he this is his fifth time in a row. Yeah, <laughs> which again, because everybody loves this guy, he's a good dude. Yeah, I mean. He's to be honest, rich I'm and he'll get the wall when more. the revolution comes, but... Do what? To be honest, I'm surprised that it's not more. Granted, he might have just took a break for a little while. Yeah, honestly, probably. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, so we we get that. They now know where they need to go. I um, lost my words for a second. They're all deciding that they're going to go through... I guess just decide they're going to go back through the swamp because that's the way that they got here. Uh, but Lewis points out, wait, riverboats are faster. Although, honestly, not very. This thing was going pretty slow. But that's because, you know, they were just out for the day having fun, doing whatever. Um, well, it's probably slightly faster than an alligator. That's also true. That is not wrong. It at least is quicker than Lewis. Mm-hmm. Um, but no, this that is a pretty fun scene. He finds a walnut and a ring. I know. Like off he made, camera. He, yeah, off camera, like, builds a, uh, builds a ring in a ring case out of a walnut and a pearl and, like, a bit of wire. Uh, Lewis gets mistaken, thankfully for him, with it being Mardi Gras, uh, gets mistaken for just being a guy in a costume. And uh, some uh, some guys in a band decide, or, like, drag him along with him. And he's like, hell yeah, I get to play. And that's the last we see of him <laughs> for a little while. Which is really funny to me, um, because everyone else actually like has their character development during this. Um, Naveen is like pretending to propose to Tiana in front of Evangeline, so Ray gets <laughs> Ray gets jealous for like a hot minute until he says, "No, I'm in love with Tiana, not your girlfriend." <laughs> Ray gets so fucking excited for these kids. I love it. Mm-hmm. Uh, hang on one sec. There's he basically goes like, oh, my bad. 
Anyway, wins, <laughs> wins for Eddie. Yeah, I, I, I love how excited like Ray gets because on like if you were to make all of these people human, like Naveen and Tiana are obviously about nineteen. Lewis is probably, I would say, early to mid twenties. Is probably would be the equivalent. Ray's mm-hmm. probably like fucking fifty and just has nothing else going on except for hanging out with these kids for today. Yeah. Lordy, hello. <laughs> anyway, um, so yeah, Ray helps him. Uh, actually, I don't think Ray does help him because I think at that point he's pretty much got himself figured out. Not the point. Um, Tiana also has a conversation with Evangeline, like sorting herself out. Uh, you yeah, know, not much of a talker, but she'll listen. Yeah, you know, she's a good listener. Um, mm-hmm. <laughs> Fucking, I love, again, call, uh, calling, we didn't touch on it, but calling back to earlier uh, when um, when Tiana had uh, Naveen help her make dinner earlier in the swamp, like, the only thing he, uh, he realized, like, he's not good at things because, like, he always had people doing stuff for him, um, which is a fair way to take this. I like them, like, having him realize, oh, wait, being a rich dude isn't, it's, I like that they're, it's focusing on, like, Oh, being rich isn't all it's cracked up to be in a way that makes sense and is realistic, as opposed to like what most people will try to do, where it's like, oh, being rich is hard though. But like, this is an actual like royalty thing in that like he always has servants doing shit for him, so he has no like real world experience. Anyway, I say all that to say, um, Tiana had him mint some mushrooms to put in. Um, they used a pumpkin as their cooking pot, didn't they? Yeah. Now I'm curious if that works. Anyway, not the point. <laughs> not the point. Um, as like a way of like showing like <laughs> how how um, taken with her he is, he like just finds a bunch of shit to mince up and put on a plate for her. It's again really cute. But before he actually has a chance to propose, Tiana starts talking about like his what's. Fuck? Anyway, <laughs> already like that was um, a cocoa melon toy of uh, Mia's that had decided it wanted to start singing. Okay. Just gonna pretend that didn't happen. So what you're saying is you're gonna die tonight. I mean, yeah, there's a good chance. Well, nice knowing you. Eh, well, well, I'll 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 pass the yet. podcast on to you. You have a job to do. You're gonna die. <laughs> um, no, anyway. Uh, so yeah, um, Naveen ends up not getting to propose because uh, Tiana starts talking about her dream. Uh, Naveen's whole thing has been that like he, uh, they're gonna get him back to being human. He's gonna marry Lottie because she wants she's rich and she wants to marry her friends. So he agreed to er, for helping him out. He agreed to um, bankroll. Uh, Tiana's restaurant uh, dreams and basically now he's figuring out wait I don't want to marry Charlotte I want to actually marry Tiana and you know what even if that means that we're poor fuck it I'll get a job it'll be great and but before he can propose he gets so caught up with listening to how uh, passionate she is about all of this and in that moment I think he resolves to uh, to go ahead with Mary at least this is the way that I interpret it from the way that they did his body language obviously it's hard to tell because one animated two frogs 
But the way that they did his body language during the scene, I think he's like deciding to still go ahead and marry Lottie, even though he actually wants to be with Tiana, just because he knows that it's a, it would be a way for her to get her dream of having a restaurant, and she would at least be happy in that. Which, if that is where they were going with this, holy shit! But I also don't know if I want to give Disney enough credit or that much credit. Um, and even Lottie later proves that she's willing to do that for Tiana as well. Yeah, yeah. Which is why Lottie's also, a really good friend. It would be the animators as well, so they probably do what. That was probably the animators' intent, so we can yeah. give the animators credit. That's true. I'll give I'll give credit to the animators, not to the execs. <laughs> um, but then also the other reason he doesn't get to propose, uh, we kind of breezed over it, but earlier in the movie when um, Facilia was going over his vague plans for taking over New Orleans or something like that, um, his friends on the other side sent out um, a bunch of these weird little shadow gremlins. I don't fucking know what they're supposed to be. They're just they they're have... his friends from the other side. Okay, I wasn't super sure if like these guys, if these dudes were the friends from the other side the other side or if like the friends from the other side like sent them it wasn't i wasn't I quite sure anything like you do with like his shadows and his little minions i think everything that he does is oh well, yeah all of from the other side yeah oh yeah all of it is the other best side best answer like, this is simply yes there we go yeah <laughs> the answer is just yes um but anyway they finally catch up to uh the boat because like i said it's going slow and they I, I love the way that they do these guys in that they are shadows, so they'll have to move along objects the same way that shadows would. But because of that, they can interact with shadows, and it's like interacting with a real object. At one point, we see them all, like, skipping over a fence, and one of them, like, smacks the shadow of a light. And real quick, you can see the actual light, like, wobble because its shadow got hit. I love what they do with the shadow, ma uh, shadow magic and stuff in this movie. It's really good. Anyway, all of that to say that they actually grab uh, Naveen. I think they grab his shadow is how they're able to get him. And, like, the, pulling on his shadow, like, tugs him along with it. Um, that's the last we're going to see of him for a little while. Uh, be, did, they actually no did they actually notice that he's gone? Yeah, I think he was taken right in front of everyone. Okay, okay. Because I know later on when they see not being Tiana, like, thinks that it's him because... She she doesn't know about the necklace. Um, well, she knows that who said the person who was at the party was a fake Naveen. Oh, that's right. She does. You know, mm -hmm. you would think that she yeah, wouldn't that fall for a, that quite as easily. That's my one gripe with, that, with the plot is that in this scene, they just, for plot convenience, make her forget that she knew that there's a fake yeah. Naveen. Yeah, you would think that, like, she wouldn't fall for it quite as easily. That that does kind of suck. But it's one of those things, like, you you just sort of have to accept it for the plot to work. Yeah. Um, but anyway, so, like, flashes ahead, or if we fast forward to, I guess, almost midnight? I, um, <laughs> fucking Big Daddy has arranged for Charlotte and quote-unquote Naveen to get married on a float. As Mardi Gras is ending, like, holy shit, guys. What the fuck? I don't even know why. Like, they could have waited until, like, a couple days later. <laughs> but sure. His baby girl wanted a Mardi Gras wedding, and 
by God, she's going to have a Mardi Gras wedding. Yeah, fucking basically. That's like exactly what happened, I'm sure. She was like, Dad, I want to get married at Mardi Gras. And he was like, I got you. Give the bitch the Mardi Gras wedding. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Where's my phone? Oh, there it is. Okay. Anyway. um, As someone from an area where women my age were known as prospect princesses, this is not far-fetched. Ew. At all. Uh, Yeah. That sucks. It was a a well-to-do neighborhood. Or not even just a neighborhood, but just a well-to-do part of town where, yeah. You would hear people, you would hear girls bitching about, oh, well, dad only let me use this car today, or I only got to buy this many purses, and fuck that. Hmm. Proposal. I see parts of this, and I'm just like, eh. Hmm, I recognize that. That's That's gross. I recognize this, and I don't like it. <laughs> puppy butt. Anyway, though, uh, Tiana puppy sees butt? this puppy butt. I got, I got a puppy butt. Mm. Anyway, Yo, Tiana sees but... this and, for plot convenience reasons, forgets um, that there is a fake Naveen running around. Thinks that this is the real one. Um, gets all sad. Runs off. Ray. I guess to be fair, Ray didn't know about the fake Naveen, yeah. but has enough faith in Naveen himself to assume that something's got to be going wrong. And he knew that the Shadow Man was involved, so, like, meh. Um, and Ray gets so, up, tries to talk to not being, but gets <laughs> kind of, like, sorted aside. Oh, that's right, he, yeah, yeah, he, ignore, he ends up and ignoring he Ray. And he hears Ashel like, Naveen right. in the chess. Right. So, Which, yeah, he doesn't quite know what's going on, but he knows something's definitely up. And he tries to go convince um, Tiana about it. Tiana's not having well, it. She's hurt. This is... The scene of Naveen telling, trying to tell Ray to, to get him out of the box, and Ray going, "I can't hear you. I'm going to get you out of this box." I know. I love it. <laughs> God, it's so good. I love Ray. He's really good. Um, but yeah, no, that's <laughs> that's one of my favorite lines in like anything that I've ever seen. Him going, "Ray, I need you to get me out of this box," and Ray going, "I can't hear you. I'm going to get you out of that box." <laughs> oh, I love it. Anyway, and he gets um, him out of that box. Yeah, <laughs> he gets him out of that box. Uh, they fucking try to immediately murk Lawrence by like yanking him off of the parade float to his death. Which, holy shit, if that had worked, um, right? I'm, I feel like me. Uh, Tiana, meanwhile, is moping in a cemetery because. Honestly, where else are you going to mope? That's just a good place for it. Um, and I think before, right before this, is like after they knock Lawrence off of the parade float. Like, Lawrence grabs Naveen and kind of goes yeah. into the church. Yeah. To I, try to get some know. more blood. But then yeah. Naveen, like, snatches the necklace. Like, immediately turns Lawrence back into Lawrence. Um... Naveen Lawrence runs is freaking off the out. Necklace. Yeah, uh, Lawrence is freaking out. He doesn't know what to do. Uh, so luckily, um, Facilier shows up, and you know, actually, I lose track of Naveen for this scene, for the rest of this scene because, like, yeah, he got... um... Naveen's chased by the 
friends from the other side. That's right. And yeah, I think he's Ray. He decides to hold him off with his light because since yeah. they're shadows. Yeah, Ray. Yeah, comes up and like slaps all of them with his ass. Mm-hmm. Um, and but, uh, Naveen but tells... doesn't work on actual humans. So yes, <laughs> unfortunately, uh, Naveen tells Ray to to get out of there and take the necklace and go. Um, so uh, so Ray's like, yes, great, I'll go find Tiana and she'll help. Um, he does one of those things. <laughs> he does no, he doesn't even find Tiana. He doesn't quite get to her. That's yeah. right. He gets. Fucking yeah, slapped out of the air by Naveen to go find Tiana. That's you know, fuck. That's right. Yeah, because Ray stays behind to fight off the shadow creatures. Yeah, and then <laughs> I love how they frame this as like as like an actual like human murder with um with Facilier like kind of wiping his nose and like popping up his jacket a little bit as he like slinks away. Mm-hmm. Even though literally they, all he did was step on a firefly. Yeah. And they kind of like angled the camera like there's some like through the body language that made it seem like there's some like major beef between the two. Yeah! I love it! God, uh, that's the prequel series that we need. But also a little bit before this, um, I think Lewis sees that things are going down and kind of like leaves the jazz group. Yeah, because that's the other thing is like the jazz band has just been playing their hearts out. Lewis has been mm-hmm. following along for like Which, the entire time. How much is a jazz band that they can carry on this long? Right, going mm-hmm. from a riverboat. Anything. Yeah, they're professionals. Yeah, exactly. They're they here are. to do a job. They are motherfucking professionals. But, but yeah. Uh, so this is where Lewis like. This is where I think it's finally supposed to click for Lewis that, like, you know, being recognized as a person playing your music is all well and good. But, like, at the end of the day, it's your friends that matter. So he runs mm-hmm. out on um, on the band to uh, try to go help uh, Ray. And, unfortunately, gets there too late because uh, Ray did. Like, they... Well, not dead yet, but we'll get to that later because we cut to... Right, Naveen right. And Tanya. Pretty well stomped. God. I think Naveen loses for necklace. And yeah, he gets over. like caught again. Yeah. And uh, and Tiana get like, like he tosses it. Tiana gets a hold of it somehow. I lose track of like mm-hmm. what's happening during action. And she's places. put it into illusion. Yeah. Yeah, I love the whole just, like, immediately zapping her into an illusion. It's really good. Um, and it's, like, before she registered that Naveen was born carrying the necklace. Yeah. But yeah, like, it, yeah, exactly. Before she has time to really register what's going on, like, she's immediately in an illusion of basically the, the little, like, poster thing that she's been carrying around this whole time is, like, this is my dream restaurant. Like, mm-hmm. he basically just puts her into, like, that scene. And um, this is really good. This is where this is where it finally clicks for her because Facilier uh, comes in and like confronts her specifically, basically saying, "Look, look, if you work with me and help me out, you could have all of this. You've been working your whole life to get what it is that you need. Look, even your dad worked his her, worked his entire life, but he never did achieve his dream. It, 
never made it off the back porch, blah, blah, blah. And this is where, like I said, it finally clicks for Tiana that, yeah, he never got his restaurant, but he did have, like, family and friends that loved him and that made him happy to be with. Because as we learned in Ratatouille, and the important thing about food is that it brings people, like, together and everyone can enjoy it. These movies make a really interesting, like, pairing to watch together now that I think about it. Anyway, not the point. Um, I might do that at some point. Um, Tiana, like, snaps out of it, realizes what's going on. To her credit, tries to break the thing, but the <laughs> but then uh, Facilier's shadow catches it. Mm-hmm. Which, I, again, I love that, like, she doesn't... <coughs> Ooh, excuse me. She doesn't, like, immediately win. Are like, okay, they still Amy? have... I'm fine. My mouth getting... My throat getting dried out. Um... But, like, I like that, like, it... I feel like this it's a realistic way of making it look like, oh, wait, she might actually lose by, like, having her, like, try to win and, like, him catching it or whatever. Plus the whole, like, banter or whatever between Facilier and his shadow is just really fun. <sighs> anyway. Uh, shadow catches it. They're both celebrating. Um... Oh, right, okay, I forgot how for a second, but, um, he, he gets done in by that, by that classic thing that always does in, uh, villains, is that he decided to gloat, um, he, he tells Tiana that she was gonna have to spend the rest of her life as a slimy frog, and calling back to something earlier that we skipped, because it's not super important, except, like, right here, yeah, (laughs) she's like, I got news for you, it's, it's not slime, it's mucus, which I love friggin' just, how randomly knowledgeable about frogs and stuff um, Naveen is. Mm-hmm. Right? Like, <laughs> it's, again, he's, he's really good when he wants to be. Um, but uses her, her little froggy tongue to, like, get the locket from Facilier. I almost called him Naveen. Um, and immediately just smashes it on the ground. And this is where we... <laughs> finally find out what happens if the if the necklace gets broken mm-hmm. uh because facilia's friends on the other side decide that uh he's had enough second chances mm-hmm. he can't are you ready his, uh, his he's not no he's not ready yeah i just I, again i love the presentation of them like coming in with all of the like the build up the drums and the bum 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 it's, are you ready are you ready? And him just going, no, no, I'm not ready. <laughs> like, it's a really fun scene. And him just being so utterly terrified is, like, just such a good clash for it. Um, also, I didn't mention before, but he's voiced by Keith David, who's acting his ass off throughout this entire movie. I love Keith mm-hmm. David. He's so, he's really oh, good. Yeah. I love the sound, the way his voice sounds. Um, anyway, so he's dead, I assume. Or, like... <laughs> Or well, something. I He's in the Shadow Realm. Yeah, he basically. He got sent to the Shadow Realm. He wishes hmm. he was dead. Yeah, there we go. I love that, like, they drag him into a gravestone, which was probably just for some other random guy, but now it has Dr. Facilier's face, like, forever carved onto it. And it's screaming, too. <laughs> yeah! Like, oh, alright, sure. Uh, I mean, that, that was Jeff, who, like, was a, a good family man it, and everybody liked. I choose, but believe, no. I choose to believe it was an unmarked grave. I choose to believe the opposite because it's funnier. Well, that's <laughs> you, Stephen. That's fair. It is. It is indeed me. Um. 
this is where uh, Tiana and Naveen re- uh, regroup. They like, you know, they make up all of that jazz. Um, we skip over them explaining the whole ordeal to to everyone <laughs> yeah. else. Yeah, um, yeah, because we see them with uh, with Charlotte and like. They've obviously given her an explanation. I wish we got to see what that was like. and Like, them just having to tell her what happened. Not because I don't think she would have believed them. Like, it's Charlotte. She was going to believe them no matter what. I just want to see her, like, having to, like, figure out what's going on. And the two of them just, like, freaking out and telling her all of it. It feels like that would have been a fun scene. She would need to take a minute. Yeah, exactly. She would accept it, but she would also really need to take a minute. I think we do see the beginning part where Nadine introduces himself properly to her. Oh, yeah, that's true. Right. She's like, wait a minute. The whole explaining bit. Yeah. Um, But yeah, Charlotte, being like an absolute gem of a person, still agrees that, like, uh, like they make it, they make it seem like, oh, she still wants to marry Nadine and all of that jazz, but like, she straight up says, you know what? No, you guys are really happy together. I'll kiss you for this, but, like, you guys you guys can go out and... I'm not gonna, like, come in, in between a relationship. Blah, blah, blah. Um, mm-hmm. every, everyone in this movie is so good. I like all of them. Um, anyway, the clock strikes, like, right as she's about to kiss him, because, fucking, of course... <laughs> Maybe that old clock is a few minutes <laughs> fast. <laughs> I know. She's like, wait, maybe it's fast. And just starts, like, smooching the shit out of his face. Like, please, please work. I need my friend back. No, it doesn't work, though. Um, mm-hmm. Sadly, like, I don't know what the plan here was. If they were just going to make Lottie go up and tell everyone that, like, they died or something. But the two of them resolved to just go off to the swamp and live together as frogs. Mm-hmm. Because why they not? They have a frog wedding. They do. They have a whole frog wedding. I assume Lewis, like, I assume Lewis did the music. Um, mm-hmm. Oh, we skipped it, but, like, we also got, like, an, a straight-up firefly oh, yeah. funeral for, uh, for Ray. Yeah. Which, and some Ray of the pops- shat- saddest shit I've seen in a while. And Ray becomes a star. Yes, that's why I know they said, like, Evangeline is the evening star, and I guess that's been confirmed or whatever. But it's, this is why, she's like, the sort of. Star. It's the fan theory is that she's the second star to the right, but the official confirmation is she is the evening star. Yes, but the fan theory is that she's the second star to the right. Yes, but um, after dying, there are now two stars there, which is why it's the second star to the right, so on and so forth. Right, but that's why I think that she was also a firefly at some point and died, and like. She and Ray might have had a relationship before that or something. Because, like, you know, now they're... Do what? I said, either way, it is super sweet, though. How they're like, oh, look, it's Ray next to Evangeline, finally. Mm -hmm. Yeah, exactly. Um, But, yeah, so we have, like, a straight-up Firefly funeral. Uh, Since we can't end it on a downer note, we we also have a frog wedding. (laughs) And some absolute loophole bullshit happens where, like, them getting married in a swamp as frogs presided over by Mama Odie counts enough for, like, Tiana to officially be a princess in the eyes of the curse or whatever. 
<laughs> and when they finally kiss, it like breaks the curse and they turn back into people. I mean, it was good enough of a gumbo. I mean, right? <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, exactly. It's good enough for the gumbo. Um, and I do like eating though, where it shows like unlike most Disney princess and princesses, where it like goes off to. Oh, you know, oh, they go happily ever after, and it actually shows Naveen, like, rolling up his sleeves and getting to work. I do like that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, instead of them going off on, like, this huge grand honeymoon, it's like, no, we got shit to do. Yeah, Come they on! have a frog wedding, and then they, once they're back to humans, they have a human wedding. Yeah, exactly. Um, I can only assume that, like, Naveen called up his parents and was like, hey, guess what? I found a girlfriend. I found a girlfriend and she takes absolutely none of my shit. And his parents are like, sold. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And they get the restaurant. Well, they. He forced the. They bring in Louie and I love it. They force the assholes to take the down payment under threat yeah. of being it, devoured by alligators. Which they still should have come back later and made good. Them, they just kindly hint as to what may happen if they don't act nicely. Yes. I would still contend that they should have also, after everything was official, come back and still fed them to Lewis. One of them should have been eaten just to prove a point. Exactly. That's just me. I vote the shorter one. Exactly. Just a reminder for okay. (laughs) You got off light here. Now just so you know, you backslide. No, I, I am down with that. There should have at least been a lesson made. Mm-hmm. Yes, exactly. Um, but anyway, yeah, we get we get another uh, musical number. This one has more of a non-diegetic thing, like the like our intro to New Orleans was, um, mm-hmm. doing a whole montage of them like buying and fixing up the restaurant. Um, they do actually call it Tiana's place, if I remember right. I love they the do. shot of like Tiana with the hammer, just like yeah. <laughs> So excited. Like, let's, let's fucking wreck this. <laughs> let's go! Um, somehow they've convinced people to be okay with Lewis, like, playing a trumpet at the restaurant all the time. Because mm-hmm. <laughs> Disney. Yeah, basically. Like, people are just fine with this. Sure, why not? Okay. That's just all pet alligator. Yeah, right? That too. And that's movie. Do before we get into questions, do well, we? I will say another hard take. Another very hard take. I did not write the groomer joke at the end. I don't oh, think yeah, I remember whole... that. No, it's oh uh, right. Lottie dancing with Naveen's little brother. Like you know, who'd have thought he would have had a little brother? How old I'll... did you say you were? And he's like, I'm six. She goes, Well, I've waited this six long. Six and a half. <laughs> oh yeah, like. Yeah. Benefit of the doubt, I got to assume Lottie wouldn't actually stick around, but like y'all didn't no, have to make that, that joke. That was yeah. a, I choose to believe that was a joke. Yeah, I know it's a joke, but, but hot take, oh. I didn't like it. Yeah, that's fair. Cool. Um, anyway, I mean, better joke. Somebody who's got like a much or considerably younger boyfriend, and believe me, I've been hearing the cougar jokes left and right. From my sister, even that, even before that happened, I saw that joke. I was like, "Eh, eh." I mean, anyway, I'm assuming I mean, there isn't like at least a decade and a half between y'all. 
Yeah. No, um, no, no, no. It, it's, I, it's much less than that. I, I looked and it also, up, and um, Tiana's 19, which I assume means that Lottie's also 19. Okay, no, 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 no. There, there is more than that between me and... Or, wait, yeah. More than that. Shit. No. Less than Words. that. God damn. <laughs> Are you okay? <laughs> wait, shut up. Anyway, no, well, what I was going anyway, to ask before case, we get into class... Both of y'all are considering adults. That's different. <laughs> Exactly, that too. Uh, no, what I was going to ask... There is less than a decade between us. We'll put it that yeah. way. There we go. What I was going to ask before we get into questions, do we yeah. think this falls into the list of Disney men getting paid? Mm. I would say... Naveen would be open to it. He'd be open to it. I feel like but he'd be... But again, a... and his wife is ace. That is also true. If, if the conversation came up, I think he would say he was open to it. Whether or not they would actually go through with it. Exactly. And... That's the yeah. only thing holding me back. Is that I don't know if it would actually happen. He's down to try anything once, though. I will right, right. say we'll that say They much. would at least try it. They would try yes. it and then... Eh. Eh. They'd be open to trying it, we'll say. Yes. So yeah. we'll, we'll put him on there with an asterisk. I gotta actually write this list out at some point. When did this list start? Do what? When did this list start? Uh, at some point after Nero got here. I don't remember this list. But yeah, the Disney win getting picked. Uh, we, I know yeah. we started it with like Herbie too, at least. Mm-hmm. I definitely don't remember this list. That's fine. <laughs> anyway. Andre, you'll forget after burn. this. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, uh, hang on one sec. We actually did have a question on Twitter. Let me get that one pulled up first. Ooh. I'm going to sleep dude, so hard on. after this. I believe in you. You got this. It's going to be a very good sleep. <laughs> okay, there we go. Um, Big Brother Ben at Big Brother Benji on the Twitter uh, asked us, what exactly is a friend on the other side? And I don't know why, but for some reason, the first place that my brain went was, you know, when you and your partner are spooning and then someone else comes in behind or behind you. And so now instead of being the big spoon, you're the middle spoon because there's another spoon now. That other that other spoon is your friend on the other side. I don't know why, but that was my first thought in my, upon reading that question. And yeah, that's for Polycule you know on the other side. I yeah, there we go. go. That. <laughs> that's true. <laughs> that's the Polycule on the other side. There we go. Oh, but what is Your what friends is friends on the, on the other side? side of Yu-Gi-Oh monsters. Wait, do what? <laughs> Shadow Realm. Oh yeah, oh, yeah. So the Yu-Gi-Oh monsters. No. Nope. <laughs> yeah. Totally your friends on not. the other side are just your dueling deck. <laughs> God. <laughs> uh, what's that Kaiba quote about uh, a fifth-rate duel, uh, a fourth-rate duelist with a fifth-rate deck? You're a fifth-rate friend on the other side or something like that. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Someone will figure it out. Uh, so anyway, that's the only one we had on Twitter. We had a good hand, a handful. We, we got a few, yeah. In the Discord. Aurora, actually, I'm going to I'm gonna, uh, post Fuck something. Fuck you, I wanted you. to be a frog. 
Yeah. <laughs> hey, I'm gonna uh, post a notice in there to let her know that we're uh, that we're done with the movie. If you're so, done with the movie, she. While you're doing that, it, her question, her first question is, you gotta be turned into a small animal to learn a lesson. Size-wise, it needs to be approximately frog size. Uh, there we go. Okay, back mm. in the mailbag. I, just as a loophole, looked uh, looked up the biggest frog. And that, where was it? Hang on. Would be apparently the Goliath frog, which can grow up to 32 centimeters in length from snout to vent and weigh up to 3.25 kilograms. So that is what we're working with, and I still don't know. <laughs> I did research, and I still don't know. Animals I say that the size I can't remember the name of animal, but the mouse thing that's used for the screaming memes. Ah, there we go. I know what animal I would be. What? Damn it, Google, I said animals the size of frogs, not pictures of frogs. The bleeding tree frog. It's Australian, and it's been described as almost painful to listen to. The weight. Sounding like yeah. an incredibly loud, high-pitched screech. Ugh. Wait, did you say bleeding or bleating? Bleating. Like, oh, I thought you said mm -hmm. bleeding, and it. I was like, wait, there is a lizard, I think, that like squirts blood out of its eyes. Yeah, no, but that's different. No, no, no. This is the bleating tree frog. It's Australian. Horrifying. Absolutely and it's known terrifying. as extremely painful to listen to. Yeah, that sounds, that sounds like as, a bad uh, time. To learn a lesson, I wouldn't learn a lesson, but I sure as fuck be teaching other people lessons. <laughs> the lesson you learn is how is, to use the... I stand outside their room and just scream until they learn it. There you go. The lesson that you learn is how to use those screams. <laughs> exactly. How to use that power it... for evil. The lesson to she learn screams. is how to punish others. There we go. The lesson <laughs> is most, vengeance. How to most effectively use my power for evil. There we go. Did it? Wait, I scrolled too far. Uh, okay, there we go. He did what in his cup? <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> Every time. <laughs> what city would you want Disney to make a watered-down version of as a setting? <laughs> mm. uh, so, damn it, the first thing I was going to say is New York. Did LA. Yeah, they've already done LA, they've already done so, New York. I'm going to say he he's Kane, Scarlet Spider in Dallas. Detroit. Famous cities. Do Detroit. I want to see Disney do fucking 8 Mile. God! <laughs> no, absolutely not. <laughs> I mean, it would just be Detroit become human. Oh, shit, you're right. No, it can't be that deep. I will say Vancouver. It can't be that thought-provoking. I'll say Vancouver, because I think a lot of, if I remember right, I think a lot of movies get filmed in Vancouver, so they could still That's just true. make it anything. Ooh, or Seattle. I'm going to stick with Dallas so that way they can try to make a Scarlet Spider movie in it. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> okay. What? 
And next question. Fuck you, I wanted to be a frog. <laughs> what cartoon restaurant do you want to eat eat the food at? Okay, I'm surprisingly. Liliana. I want to be at the Ratatouille restaurant. There we go. That's also a good one. Well, this uh, is for food. I'll say House of Mouse. That would oh, that would honestly also That's be a also one. true. Uh, surprising absolutely nobody. I say Trattoria uh, Trisardi from JoJo. Mm-hmm. It's, oh, um, okay. now, if we can do outside of Disney, no. I want to be one of the food war restaurants. That's also fair. But Kat, since you haven't watched enough JoJo, this is just no. uh, oh, just a really good small town-ish um, Italian restaurant where... Uh, Whenever you go there, the food will like cure whatever uh, whatever's ailing you. Don't worry about it. Just Don't because questions. I have the cookbook doesn't mean I trust you. Yeah, that's fair. No, but that's a good episode when they go there. I like the Pearl Jam episode. Or sorry, sorry, sorry. I did the dub. Pearl Jam. <laughs> that sounds worse. I know. <laughs> they get around um, Pearl Jam being licensed by. Making it pole, P-O-L. Yeah, but that sounds so much worse. It does, you're right. Uh, Okay, every question from here on out looks like it's from um, Aurora slash fuck you, I wanted to be a frog. (laughs) You've got your own vaguely foreign country. What's it like? I need to know customs, random holidays, and royal crests. (laughs) Ah, shit, I don't know. I'm I'm not making the whole country. I'm just going to steal a video for... It is vaguely Eastern European. Yeah. The known custom is everyone celebrates Doctor Doom Day. <laughs> uh, shit. Wait, that's that, not random holiday. Of course you would. The custom would be wearing green cloaks and sometimes male masks. God. Sit, especially for Doctor Doom Day, Royal Crest. It's just Dr. Doom's face on a green background. <laughs> just a shield with his face sitting on it. Mm-hmm. God. Uh, that's insane. Uh, here we go. Should I get some beignets tomorrow? Yes, absolutely yes. You always get... Absolutely. The, the answer mm-hmm, to beignets mm-hmm. is always yes. No. Café du Monde, beignet mix. Get them, make them, love them. There we go. Uh, her next question: What? Uh, what's your dream occupation? Um, I don't dream of labor, but also probably something with photography. I can cook when I want to and what I want to, and people will pay me to do it. <laughs> there you go. And they will also buy my ingredients for me. There you go. Vera, what's yours? Mm. What's your dream job? I guess. I'll be Zeus. <laughs> God damn it. Okay, so Deer just wants to fuck. I want the powers of God, but none of the responsibilities. Yeah, you know, that is basically Zeus, isn't it? Everyone. Unfortunately, Zeus was horny. (laughs) Greek mythology summed up in five words. Oh my god. I love that meme. That's such a good meme. Uh, <coughs> Aurora did say she would want to be an evil sorceress, which is also fair. Um, I mean, that's just basically what Zeus is, but more powerful. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Not wrong, though, is the thing. Um, 
Her next question. What exactly is Doc F's plan? Just inherit a boatload of money from Mr. Goodman? Yeah, basically. Like, basically, yeah, basically, I think. Yeah, control all of New Orleans via money and... Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then she said, you know, I see big, double... Or, big Daddy croaks it. He gets half inheritance. Yeah. Like, like I said, New Orleans. Like I said, his plan is one of those ones where he's got the first couple of steps ironed out, and then the next step is question marks, and then the last step is profit. Yeah. Yep. Um, then she said, I'm seeing double for questions, or four questions. I don't know what that means. Must have been something loading weird in Discord. Um, okay, okay now is you need to make an you animal need band. To make a animal band. Each host yeah. needs to provide an instrument and an animal but all three need to agree on a lead vocalist. I feel like making pretty fazbears. I feel like a spider on drums could be fun. So for the lead, for the lead vocalist, may I offer up the blobfish? (laughs) God, that's fair. My vote was going to be the Australian singing dog. I got to go for the blobfish. That's fair. But That's where I ain't even mad. <laughs> for my special animal, I'm going with uh, AA. Oh, oh, the II. Yeah, the II. Okay, and I was int- sitting here like I think the instrument is like. for totem harp. They have really fucking creepy big eyes and really fucking long fingers. Mm-hmm. Yeah, those little guys. Oh shit! That's they're right, made the for playing for totem harp. Also for Toha. Oh god damn it. <laughs> Fucking... Our band is gonna be like all percussion instruments that we can just slap. <laughs> That's fine. Well mine is a harp, so it's a string instrument. Okay, yeah, you know what? That works. Cause I'll be a fox on the tambourines, cause I can just slap those. There you go. Do 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 do. Uh, where are we? Do, we have some... Do animals get accents from being around certain people? I, I guess something like that. I don't know. Cranberry's with been with me for oh my gosh, almost a year. He is almost to his gotcha day, and if he's bitching at me, I still think he has kind of a Bronx accent. <laughs> Man, <laughs> that's also fair. But I guess that's how you account for like different uh, cultures and languages saying that dog or that dogs and cats and such say different things, like woof woof okay. instead of wan wan for dogs, mm-hmm. uh, or nya for cats in in Japan. I forget. That's true. I forget where it's wan wan. I think that might also be Japan. No, I know for cats it's nya nya or nya nya for cats. Yeah. Anyway. Mm-hmm. Where? And the next question is, can you play a baby like an accordion, morally or physically? Physically, yes. Morally, I mean, if the baby has bad vibes, the baby has bad bad vibes. (laughs) I don't know, is is the baby a dude? (laughs) Wait, did you say is the baby a dude? Did I hear that right? I said is the baby a douche. Oh, that makes a lot more sense. (laughs) I was like, wait a sec. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, yeah, probably. Especially if you debone it. Yes. Yeah. Uh, oh, DC ass. Wait, do DC what? DC ass 
What do you think uh, Splash Mountain, how would you update it? I don't think I've ever ridden Splash Mountain. Because I'm never been to Disneyland, so... Or Disney World, so... That's also fair. And also, I I think that's a different movie. It is. um, Post-racism, so... Yeah. True. It's right fun. now, it's like on a hot day, it feels nice. I'll grant you that. Uh, right now, it's always been deemed for Song of the South, but I don't know when this is supposed to actually be done. There are talks of it being updated for Princess and the Frog, which I do also think would probably That's work. What I heard. Yeah, although Princess and the Frog might work better as more of a Pirates of the Caribbean type of ride without mm. the like huge drop necessarily. But either way, it'd probably work. Um, yeah, eh. not many mountains in Louisiana. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, ultimately, probably gonna be. It'll probably be fine. I still won't ride it just because I'm not huge on log rides. But like, eh. Splash Mountain isn't bad though. Yeah, that's fair. I don't. I don't mm. like log rides either. But Splash Mountain is probably like I tolerate it, especially as if it's hot outside. It does feel really good. That's it's fair. Not, I'll give you that. As someone who's never wrote it, how I would update it is <laughs> add more sea serpents and yetis. <laughs> I mean, absolutely. <laughs> how would I? How would I update it? I don't know. I don't really care. Make it something cooler yeah. than a log ride. Add aliens. <laughs> there we go. Like mm. from the extraterrestrial adventure. Add that. The what? Wait, wait, that sounds familiar. Why do I know that? What is that one? The Extraterrestrial Adventure? Is that the one I with Stitch? I it briefly into the Lilo and Stitch thing. That's, okay, that's right. I only knew it's it was the one where, with like, Lilo and Stitch. Parents got pissed off because they kept, they put signs everywhere saying, this is not for kids, this is not for little kids, and parents and then, still brought their kids on it, and the little shits got freaked out, and then parents complained. Weird how that happens. So then it became the Lilo and Stitch adventure, even though it's like, okay, they fucking said, do not bring your kids into this fucking thing. Yeah. Then, then yeah, okay, yeah. I knew it when it was the Lilo and Stitch one, which wasn't very popular in the end of setting it Yeah, down because anyway. before that, it was really fucking good. Yeah. The Lilo and yeah. Stitch one was still alright. I like Lilo and Stitch. It was better uh, before a little but... shit all got their hands in it. But anyway. Next question <laughs> from... Fuck you, I wanted to be a frog. Why does the movie become a Looney Tune for five minutes? Fucking, I don't know. Like, I, I, I genuinely, I don't know. It's such a, it's so jarring. Like, I don't hate it. It's still fun. But it's I like, mean, what the I, fuck is happening? I guess Disney thought, hey, wait, we're losing the young audience. We need to bring them back. I guess. I mean, the Looney Tunes does have a southern vibe. In a race, you know, so I guess it, it just fits. You know, you're not wrong, I guess. I mean, right? Huh. I hadn't thought about that. But yeah, I guess it kind of does. That in like a uh, Death Valley kind of area for the um, <laughs> Roadrunner stuff. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> also from Aurora, fuck you, I wanted to be a frog. What's your Twilight Zone style weird shit happens to teach you a lesson of choice? <laughs> Ain't nothing teaching us a lesson, let's be honest. Man, I, I haven't watched Twilight Zone in so long. I do like it, though. I, I it's to... Bruce Almighty, and the lesson is how to control my Zeus powers. 
yeah. Ze- okay, yeah. Zeus Beer Almighty. Needs a lesson. Steven and I ain't nothing teaching us. Uh, the only <laughs> and the only my lesson, lesson is one... purely being handed the manual of how the powers work. <laughs> Wait, no, I got it. Um, I got it. I know. Because I was gonna say the only lesson episode that I remember from the Twilight Zone is that guy who wanted to like turn everybody small, but then it turned out no, you're actually an asshole, so you turn small. But no, the better one is that guy who made his family wear all those fucked up looking masks and then their faces turned into the masks. Do that shit to like every Disney CEO, but like mm-hmm. turn their face into Mickey Mouse or some bullshit. I don't know. I haven't thought this 100% through, but it'd be fun to do. I refuse to be taught a lesson. <laughs> That's also fair. Well, hey, it didn't have to teach you a lesson, just somebody. No, it does say specifically what happens to teach you a lesson of choice. Oh, never mind then. <laughs> I cannot be taught. Uh, I refuse to learn from my mistakes. Your lesson is that you can be taught. There you go. <laughs> yeah, my lesson is actually turned back on the person who is trying to teach me and that their efforts are futile. It's That's also fair. It's episode where the kid has superpowers and the one guy that tries to teach the kid a lesson gets turned into a jack-in-a-box. Yes, that. I know the one you're talking about. Yes, that. <sighs> That's me. Okay. Um, this next question. Did you know Evangeline isn't a massive incandescent gas, but rather a miasma on incandescent plasma? That's fun to say. I don't know what that's talking about, but that's fun to say. Also, for some reason, that made me... brilliant balls of gas burning billions of miles away. Also, for some reason, that made me think of Neon uh, Neon Genesis Evangeline, so there you go. You mean Evangelion? No, in this case, Evangeline, because it works... (laughs) Yeah, it's a pun. Yeah. Puns. I've got them. Uh, yes, you're yeah, very I'm punny. Right. And then our, our last question of the night. Uh, so, one of the reasons... We talked about this earlier. One of the reasons P and F, note Princess and the Frog, not Phineas and Ferb, uh, underperformed is because it came out the same month as Avatar. How would you alter the time stream to uh, save theatrical 2D animation? As much as it hurts me because Titanic is one of my favorite movies. Go back and smother James Cameron in the crib. Well, like... Here's an easier way that doesn't lose Titanic. Ooh, there we go. Right. Do you know the history of the movie Food Fight? Wait, isn't that the one where, like, it was about, like, the hot dogs being alive and stuff like that, and I'm pretty sure it like, all the commercials made it look like it had Family Guy-level humor, so I never watched it. That might be it. I'm mixing up movies, but there's another one that's a movie about old, um, food mascots. Oh! Like, it has the guy from Two and a Half Men. And it has the oh, okay. no, main you're thinking character, the right thing. who's a Indiana dog. Well, Indiana Jones dog. Okay, this I'm curious about. But basically, the, the movie he got put into development hell due to the movie basically being completed and then getting co- completely deleted. Is this a bunch of noises on this wallpaper? So they had to completely remake the movie. So how I would change things is that 
oops, all of the animation for the avatar has been deleted. <laughs> God, that'd be good. <laughs> Charlie Sheen was in that movie? Yep. I gotta I gotta watch this. Holy shit. Christopher Lloyd is in it. They've got mm -hmm. Hillary Duff, Wayne Brady. Oh, mm -hmm. Haley Duff was in it. Also, if you're looking at the poster, those characters do make cameos, but they're not actual characters. What? <laughs> that's such bullshit. That's really good. Yeah, the poster makes it seem like this is going to be like some Red Roger Rabbit type thing. But it's yeah, like, with uh, nope, what is they're that? They're just in the background. That's that's fucking funny, actually. I got. I might need to watch this. Oh, the one I was thinking of is called, like, Hot Dog Party or some shit, I think. The, uh, food Fight? Or Sausage Party. Sausage, sausage party. party, that was it. Yeah. Let's do plugs and shit. I'm about to fall asleep. Okay. Uh... Plugs and previews and cranberries, oh my. Why did I close out of Twitter? Okay, there we go. Who wants to go first? Why did you? Let's know. go. Let's let Vera go first. Okay. Well, I guess if you want to definitely find me and not someone else, you can go to who add Dragon Smoocher on Twitter, tracking <laughs> Dragon Snuggler on co-host, and Cyclonus with a five on Tumper. <laughs> and I think there you that's go. It. Also, definitely find definitely me, Nero, on <laughs> Prime Cuts, Free Hydrant Free Radio, and Princess of Power. I like this bit. This is a good bit. Uh, <laughs> all right, uh, you can find me on Twitter at Marshmallow. It's spelled like Marshmallow, but it has my name in it. There's also Disney Minus Pod for this one. I'm just reading it because I have it listed on my thing. Uh, that underscore tastic rival. Lies. Get back to posting eventually. Uh, and then there's there's Rosie Beats Pod. There's Rosie Beats Pod for Resonant Beats, an actual play podcast playing interstitial, our hearts intertwined, which me and Vera are both on, and we're in the process of dragging Cat into it. It's going to be a good time. Uh, and then there's. Yeah, exactly. Like I said, we're in the yeah. process of dragging you into it. Um, and then the, <coughs> there's Cloth Wednesdays, where I just post the same picture of Cloth every Wednesday, because I like to see him. And I'm Kat. You can find me on Twitter at Z-87. Um, you can also find me with Steven when we're not doing Disney Minus with the Kingdom Hearts uh, Reverse Rebirth. And we will be doing our first episode of the new year next week. Uh, yes. Not on Saturday, but we'll record, be recording it on Sunday because I have to go out of town Saturday night for a family thing. But we will right. be back. And also, uh, next Disney Minus uh, recording, we have Veer, your choice. Yeah. And Lord, I'm I'm scared. Yeah. But yes, me and Nero. Veer's been posting. <laughs> they've been po uh, posting like hints and clues, and we're we're uh -huh. not certain. So I'm. Well, this first time, I decided to make it a game of giving up, giving my co-host six options, but I did not yes. give them the names. 
Should we read off what each of those options was first? Yes. Yes. All right. By which since, I don't mean the reveals. The since one, two, and five was taken off of the list first, I will start with them. And the prompt for number one, a Disney classic, Rink, is actually a good movie. That was uh, a Princess Bride. Ah, oh, oh, dang it. Number two, an animated Disney classic, Rink, never seen it, but I heard it was good, The Fantastic Mr. Fox. Ooh, okay. I have heard that one's good. Number five, first movie of one of the multiple Disney superhero cinematic universes. That is... Let me click Sky on high. the movie to make sure I pronounce this right. Uh-oh. Probably still going to mispronounce it. Brahmastra Part 1 Shiva. The what? Huh? It's a Indian superhero movie. Ooh. Huh. And then... In the next two that is knocked off was... Four and six. Number four, an actual Disney movie. But it was one of those live action 70s movies that no one remembers. I only know of it by stumbling onto it on Disney Plus and going, yep, that's a movie. And that movie was Castaway Cowboy. Oh, Lord. What is. That sounds Which, very familiar. The description somebody. mentions Cast. him fighting. The Castaway Cowboy fighting a rich doctor, so he might have dodged a bullet there. But we'll get it on the next turnaround, I'm sure. A Texan castaway helps defend a Hawaiian family's land. Yep, and that sure is a movie. And number oh, six, a James Cameron movie, but not that James Cameron movie. <laughs> and that movie was James Cameron's Aliens of the Deep. Ooh, actually I've heard that one's actually kind of good. And now, the one that y'all chose, number three. The oh movie that certain people might call as rogue for even addressing it, and it's sad that the subject matter is even considered political. Why is Alias on Disney so, Plus? That's weird. So, I hope y'all have your, your ma face masks ready and got your vaccines, because we're going to be watching Fauci. What the? <laughs> really? <laughs> Yep, yep, it's a movie. Is that in here? It's That's under in here? Disney Plus as a movie. And it, I didn't... It's over an hour long, so it matches our time limit. You know what? <laughs> Fuck it. All right. I didn't even include the documentaries in the list. Okay. Yep. Fauci reveals the extraordinary life and career of Dr. Anthony Fauci. Can we well, say okay. no documentaries? <laughs> Too late. No take back. I'm not gonna. No, I'm not gonna I, make I that said, a rule. I said no go. I said going forward. And I so said no. I'm not making that a rule. We'll honor this choice, but going forward, I say no documentaries. I keep telling you, that's, I'm not gonna make that a rule. I, documentaries are on the table. They're fair game. Steven got yes. No. <laughs> that's taking away the fun of making it where you can't pick documentaries. <laughs> you need that danger. Bye. Okay, fine, but I'm still gonna bitch about it every time one comes up. Hey, <laughs> at least wrong. I'm not making you watch Fifty States of Sharks. Well, for United States of Sharks or Fifty Shades of Sharks. I'm sorry, oh, hold up. Fifty Shades of Sharks? Yes, 
is under movies, but it's only forty like forty eight minutes, so it doesn't that's, match our one hour requirement. That's a weird up. fucking title to give a anything, Disney. <laughs> anyway, Disney. we're watching Fauci next time. Here we go. Fifty Shades of Sharks. What Fifty Shades of Sharks reveals the facets of shark personalities that are rarely chronicled. If this is about shark SMM, I swear to God. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> what our people are going to come up with for this next one. Oh my God. <laughs> we'll see y'all next time. And remember. And always remember, fuck Disney. Fuck Disney. Fuck Disney. Oh, hang on, I gotta.